Welcome to Calvary Church, where we are dedicated to loving God and loving people. If you want to know more about us, please check us out online at calvary.ca. Now let's check out this week's message from our lead pastor, Stephen McDonald. Welcome to our Good Friday communion service as we continue traveling together the road to Easter. You know, we're very excited to be one church represented by many nations and currently two campuses. Our main campus, as well as our Mandarin campus, are joining us together in, uh, in-house in our service today. So we welcome all of you, our extended Calvary family, even in our online campus. We're so glad to be celebrating this day together. It's also great to see many people, young and old, out to our family breakfast this morning here on site. We haven't had this for a few years. I think anytime you combine church folks and pancakes, there's happiness in the room. And so you'll look around today, you'll see many smiles that have been, uh, that have been brought to you by the hundreds of flipped pancakes and breakfast tastiness that's, that's come to you this morning. So special thanks to everyone today that's serving so faithfully on Team Calvary uh, to help uh, today uh, be possible. It wouldn't be possible without all those people. And so thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you. Did you know that the majority of people who currently don't attend church still give the same reason when they're asked why? Time and time again, people will say, no one ever asked me to come. They just didn't ask me. Now that's hard to believe and get our head around, but it, it puts some weight in our understanding of the mission that God's called us to, especially that mission that's coming up here on Easter Sunday. Listen, get out there, give somebody an invitation, find someone who you've been wanting to invite to church, someone that you've been praying for, and invite them to come to one of our Easter Sunday services. Go and pick them up, bring them with you, take them out to lunch. Uh, this is a, a wonderful opportunity to uh, give them a, a great chance to hear the gospel message, to see lives change. Tell them they'll never have so much fun in in church as they will when they come on Sunday. Many people have a skewed vision of what church looks like, and we're happy to be a church family that just has a blast. And so this weekend is our biggest celebration of all. And our Easter Sunday celebrations in both services, again, are at 9 and 1030 uh, in both our main campus, our Mandarin campus, and then in our online campus, we have our live broadcast at 9 a.m. as we do each week We have amazing worship, special music from our Calvary kids, and always a message filled with resurrection life. Believe me, you don't want to miss this. This is is something we look forward to all year long. So please be praying for these services. Pray for everyone involved and for all those that are coming, because for many people, it will be an eternal opportunity for their lives to be completely changed. Uh, So take again... If you're on site, take a handful of invitations and let's get them into the hands of the people that that need them, our friends, our family, our neighbors, uh, to come and see what God is is doing. And so I look forward to seeing you all uh, on Sunday. Now, we've spent this entire month in our Come and See message series leading up to Easter. And we've kind of planted ourselves in the Gospel of John. And an all-important reoccurring phrase that's spoken by Jesus seven different times in this book is the the phrase, I am, this declarative statement of who he is. 
And through these bold statements, we see the fullness of Christ's character. You see, to the skeptic and seeker, Jesus was a long-awaited answer. To the, to the religious, he was relational hope and truth, something that many of them didn't know or understand until it was upon them. And to the thirsty and the lost, he was the living water. And of course, to the dead man, Jesus was resurrection life. And to all of us today, he is the way, the truth, and the life. Now, without a doubt, one of the most favorite and famous verses in the New Testament is found in John 14, 6, where Jesus is talking to his disciples about salvation, talking to them about who he is. And he says to them, I am the way, I am the truth, and the life. There's no exceptions, no one comes to the Father except through me. No other way to make it. So to get to the Father, to experience this new life that they had been promised, they would need to go through him. The way they had been searching for, the truth that, that had the power to change them and fill them with the new life that, that now was standing right there in front of them. But in between this significant I am statement and the resurrection life that, that Easter would bring was the, the suffering of the cross that today we take time to remember. It was on Calvary's cross, that old rugged cross, that the price for our salvation would be painfully paid in full. Jesus would take the, the worst punishment that the world could, could throw and design for him, at a, a, an innocent man, and forever transform it into a, a symbol of, of, of salvation, of God's hope and God's love. What was meant to be an instrument of death now became this symbol that even today, in the middle of the night, people will see a glowing cross and feel their hearts skip. They will feel hope instead of terror. There would be no Resurrection Sunday without going through and enduring what this day represents. There would be no new life without going through the way, the truth, and the life to experience it. Now, as we see ourselves in this Good Friday moment, I want to jump back again in time a bit uh, prior to his death when he gathered the 12 for, for a very important supper. He wanted to leave them with some lasting thoughts and memories by sharing some final words that, that they would never forget. You know, when we see people come to the end of their life, we hang on every word they whisper. And we want to listen to those final words because they're the last opportunity to express the deep desire of the heart. And I think when we look back in our lives to some of the greatest memories that we have with our families, the ones that hold great significance, quite often these memories can be connected to a meal of some sort, right? Whether it's birthdays or anniversaries, weddings or graduations, somehow we always find ourselves around a table. So Jesus, in this moment, gathered his 12 closest followers around a table for one last supper. So they would never forget and always be thankful for what he was about to do for them and all of us on the cross. And so they took time to break bread together and share the cup together. So today, as part of our time together, 
we're going to do the same. And we're going to receive communion as a church family, whether you're here in the house or whether you're there in your house. We're going to receive these emblems together. So if you're at home, you can grab some juice or wine or a piece of bread. And today we're going to receive and remember together. We're going to take time to pause and express our our love for God, our love for sending his son to lay down his life so that we in turn can pick ours up and keep directing people back to him to come and see what God has done. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says, because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, his blood poured out on the altar of the cross. We're a free people, free of penalties and punishments, chalked up by all the misdeeds that we have. And not just barely free, but abundantly free. I love that. Abundantly free. Now think about this. If there had been any other way for your sins to be forgiven, or any other way for for you to get to heaven other than Jesus coming and dying on a cross, don't you think that God would have thought of that and did it? Of course. But the fact is, there was no other way. If there was another way, his, his death would have been completely in vain. The only way we can experience eternal life is by knowing an eternal God. And the only way that we can know God is by accepting the free gift of forgiveness that comes through Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, the one who paid for everything on Calvary's cross. So today, I want to encourage you to take the emblems wherever you are and just hold them in your hands before we receive them whether, again, whether you're here in the house with us or at home. And let's just pause for a moment as we worship together and just remember what he did in that moment for each of us. Make it personal today for you. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus What can make me whole again Nothing but the blood of Jesus Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow no other fountain I know nothing but the blood of Jesus for my pardon Nothing but the blood of Jesus For my cleansing this my plea Nothing but the blood of Jesus Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow no 
inside, no Nothing but the blood of Jesus This is all my hope and peace Nothing but the blood of Jesus This is all my righteousness Nothing but the blood of Jesus Oh, precious is the flow White as noon, no other fountain, no, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. night before Jesus would lay down his life and be put to death on the cross, he had supper with his disciples. And he said, this bread and wine represents my body and my blood, broken and shed for the forgiveness of your sins, that, that you would experience new life in me. In 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three through 24, says the Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread and when he had given thanks. He broke it and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's receive the bread together. You know, God the Father had a, a plan for our salvation before we even knew we needed it. He could have stopped the suffering of his son that he was enduring on the cross, but he was going to see this plan through. The passion of Christ is seen in his willingness to sacrifice it all for you and I to experience newness of life. Again, 1 Corinthians 11, down in verse 25, it says, in the same way after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. Let's receive together. You know, Jesus is our point of entry to knowing the Father. Because of his sacrifice on the cross, we can personally know the way, the truth, and the life. And as we receive that bread, and remember, as we receive the cup, we receive healing to our bodies, spirit, soul, and body. And so I pray today that in your life, there would be more of him, less of us in our weakness. And that today we would never forget that the pain came with great purpose. 
because it was leading to what's to come on Sunday. He paid that price because of his love for you. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on a cross for me. Thank you for paying for my sins, securing my place for eternity. On this great Friday, I I accept you into my life. And I accept that free gift of forgiveness. I love you, Lord, so much. And I choose with all that I am to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all today. We look forward to seeing you all on Easter Sunday.